0: Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Let's Talk Adults, where we bring you adult entertainment talk for the Adults entertainment curious. My name is Glenn King, ancient, long-time adult film producer slash podcaster slash everything guy, performer sometimes. I do it all. And uh, so let me set you up today for what we've got. I've got a very special guest with me. I'm talking super-duper special. Aww. She's a legend in the industry. Uh, she has, let's see here, I'm looking at her Wikipedia, she got into the industry, doesn't say, so a long time ago, she was a Jill <laughs> Kelly Productions contract girl, and then went on to be a contract girl for companies like Metro, and um, a video team, and many others, she was the, one of the first performers, we'll get into this in a while, to do interactive performances, which I'm a huge fan of, um, and let me just put it this way, alright, so, Close your ears for a second, Alexis, because I'm going to fanboy out for a second. You know, I've been in the industry for nearly 20 years. I've been I've been with it all, done done it all, performed in scenes with the hottest women in the world, and yet when people ask me who is the most beautiful girl in the entire industry in the history of the industry, I'm on record. Close your ears. <laughs> As saying, Alexis Amore, the most beautiful woman in the history of porn. So I am so excited to bring her to you. She is a retired performer, a legend in the industry. She is the great Alexis Amore. Yay,
1: thank you. Oh, my God. That is so flattering, to be honest with you, because you see it all. You've done it all. (laughs) Almost all. (laughs) You keep doing it all. (laughs)
0: Yeah, you're the one that I haven't done. So, I know. And then <laughs> And I'm a, the one that I got a away. That's to put it. But yeah. <laughs> so, and then you guys know who listen to the show that I do not believe in asking retired performers to unretire. I think it's their choice. Right. But Alexis, <laughs> I can't do it. I every like.
1: He's tried a few times. <laughs> we talked about it. I, I give her, <laughs> you
0: know, I slip it into conversations like, hey, you know, uh, how you doing tonight? Uh, <laughs> what to you, Would you like to fuck on camera? How's Louie your dog? <laughs>
1: yes. Louie? is wonderful, and Louis <laughs> yeah. says, "Hell no, no, just kidding." Um, honestly, I think a lot of people know that I. It has nothing to do with my long-term relationships because I've been, i very domestic, and I've been in long-term relationships, and why not? It's always a choice. They know who I am. They know what I started in, and why not? I just feel that right now, I that's not something I want to do. Yeah. Uh, I just came out of a really toxic relationship. So, kind of starting all over again. And nothing wrong with that. You know, I'm in my 40s and nothing's wrong with starting all over again. I absolutely think that um, when you give it all, there's always something that's going to come back to you. You know, little right. by little. So, to be honest, I love where I'm at right now. Thank you, by the way, for having me in your home.
0: My pleasure. You, uh, <laughs> you were walking around naked for most of the day.
1: I know. And, and... Every, and I never do that, by the way. Yes, okay, that clear. But we shot we shot not yes. sexually together
0: i rubbed oil all over your ass <laughs> so
1: and, I'm, oh, oh, and i got shit for that <laughs> <laughs> i did i know can you believe that anyway That's but i'm single and kind of ready to mingle but i'm good and i'm just having fun you know i'm here i um we're here for a wrestling event
0: Yes, we're going to the AEW Double or Nothing today. I
1: am absolutely so excited because I'm being a wrestling fan since I was a child. I mean, I used to hide from my parents so I could see The Undertaker because they thought it was a scary movie. Nice. You know, and... Being Latina and with my accent and everything, my parents didn't understand what the hell was going on. You know, we came to this country and, like, they started from over there. My dad and my mom are very educated in things and very worldly, but at the same time very, you know, Latino and why not? So when we came here, I used to remember, like, hiding it from them and, like, turn on the TV very low, not even listening to, like, the music, just seeing his eyes roll back. And I was like, Yes! This is what it's all about. Yeah. And um,
0: yeah, he was moving. He was somebody who brought out. Oh, my gosh. And... I mean,
1: the, the first time I saw him live, I mean, just you kind of like jump forward was when I went to WrestleMania in San Francisco. And literally the day he like the moment he came out, I had tears in my eyes hmm. because yeah. I was like, I could pay for this. I'm good. Yeah. Nobody hooked me up. Yeah. I'm seeing my idol. Yeah. And to me, in a sense, I was like, I made it. Like, this is this is good. You know, I'm such a nerd. I know. I fucking love it. No, listen.
0: If you're <laughs> a listener of the it? show and you're... What did you say? <laughs> can, can we can cuss? Oh, cuss. Yes, you can
1: cuss away. <laughs> okay, <Absolutely>. good. <laughs> um,
0: if you're a wrestling fan and you've never seen The Undertaker's entrance, oh. there might be two or three more performances left in him, but I hope everyone gets to see it. By the way, I, you guys always want to know what the girl's wearing that we're talking to. <laughs>
1: She's, I'm staying in your house, though. It's
0: yes. different. <laughs> she's staying in my house, so she's right now, but she's my put pajamas. some clothes on. It's a satin. Um, Tip and oh, blue. Okay, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so now she's doing a little runway modeling here. Um, they're like super tiny little tight satin blue shorts and then a blue, um, like, nighty type thing on. Her boots <laughs> are pretty much hanging out. And there are no panties. So I'm pretty certain of that. Are you know, panties.
1: It's booty shorts. Yeah, you can't have panties on it. <laughs> and by the way, I, I just, you know I'm just gonna go into this thing. But I gotta give a shout out to Simon KS, which bought this from my wish list, and I have not sent him a picture in over a month. But you're on the podcast.
0: There you go, Simon. <laughs> and,
1: and this is amazing. And I think it's very comfortable.
0: Um, well, it looks hot. Guess, <laughs>
1: right. Well, thank you.
0: <laughs> so we're going to talk about your wrestling fandom. We're going to talk yes. about your career. Um, but first I want to talk about your origins. You're known as the Peruvian princess. I think yes. you are the only Peruvian that I've ever heard of in porn.
1: Uh, we, well, I'm the only 100% Peruvian. Yeah. Okay. We had um, a few other Peruvians. Um. Jeez, and I'm being very bad right now by not remembering. Um, it's I going to come to That's me. That's okay. But, but they all come either from Peruvian moms and, or Peruvian dads. I yeah. mean, I come from both Peruvian parents.
0: And you moved here from Peru.
1: Yes. Yeah, my dad was in the military. Um my mom, uh, she went to school, she graduated actually from college by 18 years old. Mm-hmm. It's very different, you know, education back then yeah. and when we came here, I was very young. I'm the oldest of three and uh, my father passed away a few years ago uh, here in Vegas, so I don't have a lot of good memories from Vegas after that. Yeah. But. Hey, you're making something happen. (laughs) Uh, But you did
0: say to me a couple of years ago that, well, you know what? I would love to come hang out with you in Vegas, but I just don't. I have bad memories. I do.
1: And and, you know, it's funny. Every time I come to Vegas, something happens. (laughs) But I just see it like, you know, it is what it is. You know, things happen with life and sometimes you want to blame it on bad experiences. I think you just have to like move forward. Yeah. At the same time, uh, yes, I'm the only Peruvian and the only Latina that's had contracts in this industry.
0: Wow, yeah.
1: Yeah, not including uh, adult contracts, but toy contracts as well.
0: Yeah. Do you feel like um, that made the industry easier for you or harder that you are Latin American, you have an accent, you don't have the traditional blonde, big boob look that was prevalent back then? Yeah.
1: Harder. I mean, it took me like 17 years to get a Hall of Fame for that. (laughs) Yeah, we
0: talked about that. That's pretty... um,
1: It's crazy, right?
0: Yeah. I don't, I love the people at AVN. I do
1: too. Dan Miller, he's my boy. I love him.
0: Yeah. They're great people. And sometimes it's hard to understand their methodology that, you know, when somebody like you gets, has to wait 17 years to get into the Hall of Fame. And then there are girls who basically have been in the industry for six, seven, eight years who are in.
1: Absolutely. And who
0: really don't have the sheet of accomplishments that you have, so yeah. I don't I don't know why that is, but
1: you know what? It, 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 I I always try to stay positive. You know, I yeah. always waited, and I always said, "It's funny because when I got my whole Fame, I was you know in my in our relationship, and I was like, you know what? I want to go. You know, it's not like winning the best anal or the best blowjob. Nothing wrong with that. Believe me. Right. You know, it's an accomplishment. Everybody right. has accomplishments, but. As a Latina, I put up a lot, you know, in the late 90s. Yeah. My, you know, 1999 when I got into business, you know, early, you know, 2000s to be in this industry, you know, and have my my family understanding, be educated. So when you like go through all these things and then you finally get a recognition, not a recognition, yes, for everything you done sexually, but a recognition where you've done through your peers and everything else. Because that's how I see a Hall of Fame. That's how I see it. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you know, like you have this person that you're in a relationship and it's like, oh, don't go to ABN. Why are you going to go to ABN for? <laughs> it's so silly. And I'm like, yeah. you know, it, people are supposed to support you, you know? But that's the same thing. It's like, you know, is it a, like a lottery thing? Like you're supposed to have the person that you're with support you and then ABN try to support you <laughs> because you hopefully get it in 15 years, 17 years. I mean, you should supposed to get it by now.
0: I I have a lot of accomplishments.
1: No, <laughs> I, I yeah, that. absolutely. I,
0: you know, it's for me. It's something that I would. It's an honor. It's a cherry on top. Yeah, it's something that I care about. Uh, I don't really care about the awards. I have won some nice awards. Yes, um, you do. And I just, I the only thing I really care about is being in the Hall of Fame. And I think that my accomplishments of having been the first male Playboy radio host. Uh, all the stuff I did when I was on the FSC advisory board, right. the awards I've won as a director, the work I've done as a performer, I mean, the pioneering of a genre. Anyway, this podcast no, I, is not I totally, about me. I, to, I
1: actually totally get it because I was the first Latina in a Playboy radio show. I was the first Latina on a TV, Playboy, you know, TV broadcast. So yeah. High five. High
0: five. So we're the first first
1: (laughs) one. Maybe we should start our own award show.
0: (laughs) I've done that before. No, I I actually, it's funny you say that because I, you know, I used to do the show with Aiden Starr and we had the same conversation and then she said to me, why don't we do our own award show? And I said, let's do it. And then we scheduled it for like four months later and somebody said to me, are you sure you want to do this for like don't you need like a year to prepare for this and i said ah no come on we can do it and we did we put on the femdom awards got a lot of recognition okay. people flew from all over the world to come to nice this
1: that's awesome and then
0: people said well when is the next you know when's next year's and i said Fuck that i am never I doing that one that of work. these it is a ton of work
1: wait this is where i give abn and i will always give abn obviously recognition because they work hard they do their thing and why not but I feel like with everything, not only even, and I'm not trashing and me by all means, it's just, I'm just commenting on my own experience. And I guess probably your own experience as well. You know, when I got my Hall of Fame, I was pretty much a step in and step out. Like I was like, you know what, I'm, I'm going to be probably a housewife. You know, I'm going through this new life. But this is nice. This is a nice way to, like, retire. You know, this is a nice way to be recognized by my peers and my fans. And it was actually a very emotional moment for me. Even my family that are very, you know, Latin and taboo growing up, they were like, oh, my gosh, you know, you got a VN Award? They didn't throw me a party, but we're like, let's go to dinner yeah let's you know let's let's enjoy this moment yeah and i appreciate every single person that called me that day even called me a week later or called me the week before congratulating me because it is a big accomplishment like you said there's the little things that people forget because hey we started in an era that we didn't have internet (laughs) that's
0: right (laughs) so a
1: lot of accomplishments are not (laughs) on the web (laughs)
0: Yeah, my first but you used to read? <laughs> the first scene I shot of you in two thousand three or so, we didn't we didn't really do video. We really just took a bunch of pictures of you and then we had captions. Is that the stockings? Yeah. Oh my god, yes. Stockings. Yeah.
1: And that my my extensions did... were so bad. Please don't judge me.
0: <laughs> no, you looked great in that. Like people still love seeing it today.
1: Thank you. Um
0: but it really like they they often say to me, like, well, can you put up the entire scene? And then I'm like, I say this was before broadband cable. So right. I was filming, I think I just had like a still camera that filmed like 20 second MPEGs. And we had like a few, that's all we did was like 20 second video clips of you saying, hey, kiss my ass or something. Yeah. Or maybe yours was right when we started shooting with a real camera. I no,
1: we started with a real camera. Okay. We, yeah, we did like a whole like sitting, you know, thing and why not. It's, I think that was my last sitting thing for you.
0: You did for now because
1: <laughs> for now <laughs> because... he's trying to bribe me. <laughs>
0: yeah, at some point, you guys, I'll figure out how to get her. And trust me on this one: the slave in this particular face-sitting scene will be me.
1: <laughs> so... I, I'm, I'm, I'm. Yes, I'm a little tan right now.
0: <laughs> Twenty-year anniversary of the last scene we did with her. That's what...
1: it. Is literally what it's been a long time, and it, it's so funny because you're the only person I shot with, like. Yes, what a year and a half ago, a yeah. year ago.
0: Yeah, we shot some solo and stuff forever, with you. Forever and,
1: and forever, and um, you know, I it's not that I'm picky, but I guess I'm picky. <laughs> you know, I got offers. I'm not saying I'm like you know the cream of the top. Like there's so many beautiful women in this industry right now, and so many girls that you know that come in and out, and you know they could take me off. You know, but you know i I pay my dues, so <laughs> here yeah. I am, yeah. and I think you know uh, personally, it takes you a long way. you know a lot of people think that it's followers, 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 and you know i I'm a businesswoman. I notice that followers usually is not you know people follow you sometimes because you show your ass hundred percent of the time, and they won't show up to the club because they're raising your ass on Instagram. yeah, you know but right. but it, you know it's, 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 it's a very interesting game. Just like I think it is for you guys as producers as well, right? I mean, if you show too much, maybe, I mean, I don't know about you because you're very established, but maybe pe- people they're just trying to start old, like st- start like brand new. Yeah,
0: I mean, there's just different theories of right. how you can do it. Um, you know, you can tease people with a little bit, and then right. they can pay. You can just give it away and, you know, just Nobody's help their dicks are away. hard. And, Nobody's giving shit
1: away. <laughs> well, you don't do that.
0: Um, but, but you can't... As a producer these days, you have to accept that a ton of my stuff is out there for free on right. the tube sites and whatever. And, I, you know, I, I do my best to get them taken down, but... Um, it's hard. But it's hard. and And so I think the challenge as a producer these days is how do I make something that's so compelling, that's new, right. that the guy that's watching goes... I don't want all the free stuff that's old. I got to pay because I need to see the brand new content that he comes out with.
1: Exactly. You know, and this is my problem. And I guess we go back to our good friend, Bill, you know,
0: Bill Fox, our friend who passed away a Uh, few months ago. I I did speak about him on the show. So if you guys want to know more about him, go back to, I I can't remember which podcast it was, but it was sometime around January or February where I I explained his contributions to the industry.
1: Uh, He was a close
0: friend of both Alexis and me.
1: Yes. Absolutely, but unfortunately, he had a huge heart, and a lot of people got into our, my content. And all of a sudden, I saw my content on like all these porn sites, which I paid for that content to be exclusive. Yes, for me, yes, you know, and but it, it happens, you know, they, they people take advantage of the situation, and um, that's how the industry sometimes is, you know, people think, Oh my god, like for instance, I'm just gonna put this out there. Go found me or you know, I haven't done one of those. God forbid, you know, maybe I will one day. Maybe I need it. I don't know, you know. Sure. Some people don't have the health insurance you need. Some people need the help. You know, I'm in the middle of moving. I'm in the middle of like doing a lot of things. But a lot of people get like, Oh, you make millions of dollars. Yes. I mean, how do you know if those people struggle? Right. You know, like everything you you, sh- you post on social media doesn't mean that's your real life. I mean, I'm not trying to brush the bubble, you know for like girls and everything else, but sometimes shit hits the fan yeah, you know Misty Stone. she yeah. was so proud like I love my girl. but I was like, put a go found me. It's okay. Right. She's out of work for like six months.
0: Misty Stone shattered her ankle or her leg in, her leg
1: and in both sides. yeah
0: and she has she's unable to work right now. yeah so.
1: and, and you know what it's good she has a support and but you have to understand. When you work with your body, it's your mental state, too. Yeah. Because now, all of a sudden, you're committed to a four-wall little jail that's your room,
0: yeah. in her
1: case. Yeah. And you just have to understand that people, they're people, too. It's not just a section. You know, I know it's, it sounds crazy and, oh, my God, you know, I'm bursting this whole, like, little bubble for some people. But it's absolutely, yes, be a little human. Like, the $5 yeah. you're going to spend on, like, Taco Bell, Jack in the Box, a shot. You could give it to Mrs. Stone,
0: right? So get to you know get to know your porn star, your favorite porn star. Absolutely. Don't just assume that she's um, that well, everything's he- perfect in her life. And speaking of Bill Fox, um, you know yes. Bill Fox introduced you, I believe, to Sex Panther. Sex Panther is one of the sponsors of our show. You're on Sex Panther, right?
1: I am. Great. You could text me, and I'll text you back for free.
0: <laughs> there you go. So um, <laughs> Sex Panther is your way of getting to know porn stars, and Absolutely. you can text. And you can send your dick pictures to Alexis.
1: Yes. That's the only way you can send my dick pictures because if not, I'll block you. (laughs) Yeah. Don't
0: send them to her unsolicited. But if you go on Sex Panther, you can send her that dick picture and she'll talk to you. And also, you can talk to her about anything. Ask her how she's doing in her life. Yes. Or um, ask her for a picture of her ass. Either one. You'll get it. You'll get it.
1: Sex (laughs) Panther. That's why
0: it's so cool because back in two thousand. 2 and 3 when we were starting out yeah. there was no way for you to actually get to know your favorite porn star and now you have it and you can do it the right way so go check Absolutely. out sex panther that's sex panther that's s e x t p a n t h e r.com and in this case it's going to be sexpanther.com/ Alexis Amore, I believe. Um,
1: I'll make it easier for you. Text Alexis Amore.com.
0: Text Alexis Amore.com. Yes. There you go. <laughs> I, that I have my own
1: URL. Good for you. Good for
0: you. Um, and also, you can get to know many of the other performers who appear, have appeared on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Her boobs just popped out. Um,
1: <laughs> It's my pajamas, <laughs> okay?
0: So okay, so this is why I told her to put some clothes on for this podcast because... I was going to put clothes
1: on anyway, so but I, I said, can I put pajamas on? something
0: about Sex Panther, <laughs> I can't remember. Oh, so there were other, uh, so other...
1: We're supposed to go to a wrestling event. <laughs>
0: yeah. So now I'm just remembering putting oil on her boobs, uh, which happened this last year. And her butt. I think we oiled her boobs too, though, didn't
1: we? No, it was my butt.
0: Okay, yeah. I remember that vividly, vividly. Christy Canyon, Ginger Lynn, yes. um, uh, Kimberly Chee, so, uh, Alexis Amore, so many of the people that you've listened to on this podcast you can find and talk to you on Sex Panther. And if you're one of the many performers who are part of our 50,000 subscriber audience on this podcast who are looking for a way to connect with your fans, go sign up to be a performer on Sex Panther. You'll not only make some money, yes. but even better is that you'll be able to connect with your fans. Absolutely. All right, so getting back to the interview, which is all over the place, which I love because... <laughs> Was
1: that an act? <laughs>
0: this is what the show is supposed to be. This is why people tell me they enjoy the show because it's not a traditional interview show. It's a conversation between friends.
1: Yes, absolutely. We're in your living room, which I love.
0: Yeah. We're in my living room. We're hanging out. We're having a great time. I want to ask Alexis about um, her her uh, travels as a contract performer. Not many people have had one contract in this industry. You had four. Yes. You started with Jill Kelly. But I want to talk more about how you ended up going from Jill Kelly over to Metro.
1: Okay. So, actually, um, I had a seven-year contract with Jill Kelly, and I had to kiss a lot of ass. Yeah, uh, the reason I will say that, and I'm not saying that in a really in a bad way at all. Absolutely not. Um, I started with Vivid Video, and back then Vivid Video had Raylene. Raylene is the first Latina contra girl. She's my girl. Love her to pieces. Love
0: Raylene. Yes, One of my favorite I love people her. She's yeah. an
1: amazing woman. She's an amazing human being and an amazing mother. Because yes. I could say that she's a mom. Yes. And um, so long story short, you know, when I got into the business. You know, I didn't actually even know about Reline. I got into the business because of Alicia Rio.
0: I I was a human. I want to get Alicia Rio on the podcast, actually. I I know we. you do
1: I hope you do. Okay. So when I started in the business, I used to go to this this sex shop. Yes, because I was nosy. And um, I said this beautiful, you know, brown skin, big hair, black with the big eyebrows. And I was like, she could do it. I could do it. Yeah. I'm like definitely. Yeah, you have a so, little bit of a
0: similar look to her for sure. Back you know. Back, then
1: thank, back you, then, thank yeah. you, thank I, you. I have the wild hair, yeah, the curly hair. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you know, I, I was working for Playboy. I started with Playboy, I was with Playboy for two years and then I called Vivid. So when I called Wait, vivid what
0: were you doing with Playboy? You were I
1: was Playboy T V.
0: Oh right. Okay Yeah,
1: I was with Playboy TV. So would you had your I own did, show? I did not know. No, I was a model. Okay. Yeah, so I was a model for Playboy TV, and I was in Playboy Latin Girls.
0: So you did that night call show from time to yeah. time with... Um...
1: With uh, Tiffany. Yeah. Yeah, so I was doing Playboy way before I was doing adult. Gotcha. Like, porn porn. Okay. So then I met uh, Jewel Denial. Yeah. And uh, one of our, uh, our shows, and I was like, oh my God, how do I get into this? Like, did you get tested? How about HIV? Yeah. And she's like, Phew. you know, Jewel's very...
0: Up front, and
1: she's like, You "You do what you gotta do, and and she just kind of like let me have it very raw and open. I'm not even, I can't even remember really exactly the same words, but it was like, I was like, What the fuck? I was like, This girl is fucking crazy.
0: And her mom, don't forget Debbie. uh. (laughs) Yeah,
1: so yeah, I I went, and uh, Alexa Ray was the other girl. She was a wicked counter girl, okay, and she was the robot guest on uh, Playboy Net 411. So, I went and watched a vivid movie, and Mm -hmm. at the end of the movie, it had the information, the phone number, and I called.
0: Okay. And I was
1: like, I'm so-and-so. I want to come in. I can't. I'm afraid. I just I want to see about doing movies. So, I called. They caught me in, and when I came in, they immediately took me to Marcy. Yes. And Marcy was like, I love your look. I think you're wonderful. You want, when you want to start. And I was like, oh, I, I was like in shock. And I was like, uh, I, I don't know. How does this work? How? And she's like, I'm going to pay for your tests and I'm going to make sure that that that's, the whole set is close. It's a closed set for you. So she hired me a makeup artist, catering. Um, it was a close set. Nobody else was there. And that's how I did my first movie.
0: Right, let me explain something to the listeners. <laughs> it doesn't
1: here. happen that way. It
0: does not happen that way. That is I not know. how the industry works. And this no, is just a was... <laughs> of how extraordinary she looks today. But she looked back then as well. Her, I mean, her look was so striking back then. It was, she's somebody that, I kid you not, you know, could have been, like, um, uh, Miss Universe type. Oh, my like, God. You walk, I mean, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, seriously, guys, go back and look at her pictures from back then when... Which, I mean, she's still gorgeous one. today, but <laughs> when I'm just talking about 19 years old is how the girls, that's how, that's how old they are when they enter the, the Miss Universe pageant. And the look of, um, of Alexis back then was so extraordinarily. She was such a standout. So people, you have to understand that that's not how it worked. What they would have done back then typically was called Jim South And say, Jim, what new girls do you have this week? And then Jim would have said, well, let me tell you, I'm going to send you this one. She's really special. And then send Alexis over there. And then they might go through that. But they wouldn't um, offer you a contract on the spot. They wouldn't.
1: Well, Marcy didn't offer me a contract. She offered me the test. And she offered me a closed set. A closed set
0: is insane. Nobody does that or did that. It was a closed
1: set. It was just me, the talent. And that was it. Eric Everhart. That was it. And it, what about
0: Steve though? Did you meet Steve before, Steve Hirsch? No. So, okay, well, so this is what I'm i got to get to. Marcy Hirsch, Hirsch is the sister of Steve Hirsch, the owner, and right. he um, or she was in charge of talent back right. then. Yeah.
1: So what happened was that um, I did four films for Vivid. My first four films with Watcher Six was my first movie for Vivid. I still have the dress by the way. So if you guys ever want to buy it, it's going to come up soon. Uh, and I have the movie thanks to Marcy and I have the still photos too. Um, but after that, you know, we did a few movies and then I um, I met um, one of the agents that's now in jail. He he was uh Reagan. He was no, he there was Carmen Carmen L- Lubana. Uh he, okay. he, he, he mm-hmm. went, one of the agents, I met him and he was like, oh, you need to go to Jim South Anyway, okay. I went to Jim South. Yeah. Marcy was very not happy about that. But at the same time, they weren't offering me a contract because he had Raylene at the time. Oh. But right. Raylene was on her way out because Raylene decided to marry into the
0: company. Right. Raylene married. Yes. Steve then, yes. brother, I believe. So
1: by the time I talked to Steve and no, like I said, no, you know, hard feelings or anything, Steve, I had too many tattoos, which I only had like three. But back then tattoos were a no no.
0: Yeah. And
1: Steve was like, No, you know, you have tattoos, da, da da da. Maybe we should wait and all this stuff. And I took I took breaks. Yeah. I was making so much money after that because I started uh, dancing at Spirit Morino Yes, to learn how to feature dance. I never, I was never a dancer before that, by the way. Yeah. Never danced. Never did bachelor parties or anything. Yeah. But I was making so much money that yeah. I decided to go to Spring Rhino because that's the only place to hire features.
0: Yeah.
1: When that happened, I took a lot of breaks.
0: And what year are we talking now? We're so talking what year did 2001. You start with- yeah. I
1: started late. Uh, started November 1999. Yeah. Okay. So, in 2001, that's when I started dancing for Rhino. Uh, 2002, 2003, I told Rhino, I was like, I'm going to stop dancing. Um, Kathy was like, you should not stop dancing because we don't pay feature very much. You know, we give you all these clubs and I was like, I don't care. You know, like I want to be a feature dancer and I want to be an adult star. Yeah. And that's what I was, you know? So then when I talked to Jill Kelly and I met Bob, there were, Bob was against it. He was like, I like blondes. Yeah. This is what I like. He was. Yeah. He wanted to be the Hugh Hefner. So, of so porn. Bob was the
0: owner of Jill Kelly Productions. Yes. Jill Kelly was a blonde superstar right. performer.
1: And then I talked to Jill, and then finally Jill was like, "No, this is the way to go. She's smart. She's she's well spoken. She's you know and you know everything Jill said. And I love Jill so much. Yeah. for sure. that, and yeah." I became, I was there on set all the time. I was at ABM from fucking beginning to end. I was partying till the end of the night and I was in makeup set at six o'clock in the morning. No regrets. I fucking love my whole career, but I was offered a seven year contract with Jill Kelly. Unfortunately, the company started going down. Things were starting having problems. And one day I sat with Bob and I said, Bob, I love you and I know you could probably fight with me back and forth because he's all about money and I said you need to let me go and he did
0: so there you go so you left and then did you go straight over to Metro?
1: no I actually went to video team Um, the owner is amazing you know the owner
0: well he was general manager we're talking about Christian man?
1: yes Christian man
0: all right. So I've talked about Christian Mann on this podcast before. Christian Mann was the most brilliant person ever. I yes. I'm not. I don't just say these things He's hyperboles. Amazing. He was the the most amazing mind ever in our industry. Right. And back then, ethnic performers weren't getting a fair deal for sure. No. But Christian was very much a pioneer in that area and had worked with companies and was giving African-Americans and Latinas some contracts, although you might have been the first one that started all that. I don't know. Actually, Actually, no.
1: Um, I was the the second most contracted girl in the industry. Mm -hmm. But... Raylene was the first contract girl with Vivid. Mm-hmm. Then it was me and I had four contracts. And then it was Daisy Marie. Daisy Marie was the first contract yeah. girl okay. for video team.
0: Right. Gotcha. So
1: I got to give my girl credit. Yes. Yeah. That's who it was. And Daisy is beautiful. Yeah. Daisy tiny. Yeah. You know, Daisy is... I I think actually she grew up to be more beautiful now than she is now be, she was before. I mean, to each his own. Like I like is. to
0: shoot Daisy. Daisy uh, is a PR gorgeous. person. Contacted me recently to see if we can make something work. I, yeah, like, Daisy is.
1: And she's yeah. actually shooting everything pretty much right now. I think. I think. I mean, don't quote me on that. But at the same time, it's like um, when uh, video team started. I was with Jill Kelly.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, I guess video team started a long time before that. But, I, you know, there's so many companies here and there that I wasn't paying attention. Uh, when, um, he, you know, he, you know Christian Men contacted me, Daisy was gone. Okay. And I was like, yeah, I'll take it. And the contract was not great money-wise, I'm going to be honest. But, you know, I, want, I like to be contracted. I like to be in the family. I like to be in the same atmosphere I mean I will be contracted right now if somebody offered me a contract I'll probably go back and doing boy girl because I would like to be in a contract it's just because I that's just what I like and um anyway with that being said it was just one of those things that you know she left and then you know Metro wanted to buy everything that video team owned okay so he was like I want to transfer your contract and I was like well I want more money Good for you. And then, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, I did it at that point because I'm smart. I mean, it's not that I was settling for less, but at the same time, I know my value. And I know that my value will go up as much as I go up and work hard for it. Because I'm not, I'm, I'm not the top pick girl. I'm still Latina. I'm still in the generation that people don't know how to separate us. You know, they were putting us all together in one Bungle.
0: <laughs> no, absolutely. It, again, if you were a blonde, big-titted performer back yeah. then, you could be perceived as elite. As right. an ethnic performer, right. there was going to be a perception that you were like upper middle class, basically. Yeah, like it, the absolutely. best of the second tier is the way you would have been perceived.
1: It's, and it's true. I, I I actually heard it from people. In award shows, and I'm not going to mention which ones, that they told me, it's great that you're under contract, but you're still not white. <laughs> so yeah. I, I hate to say that. And, is and this is the first time actually me saying that. But they were like, "If you, if you were, you know, we will give you the award. And that's when I kind of stopped trying. Maybe yeah. that's why it took so long for me to get my, you know, Hall of Fame. And yeah. when I got it, it was so exciting and so, like, touching. Because then I felt like, wow, you know, I'm actually being recognized. Yeah. in something that I worked so hard for. So, when I got under contract, my contract brother was Ron Jeremy. <laughs> so, no, we never did things together. And I love Ron. But he was my MC. I was one of the most um, feature entertainers that was contracted at the time. Now, the most contracted Latina is Nikki... Um, nikki delano which is she's amazing
0: love nikki yeah nikki. love nikki great.
1: but you know i was everywhere all over the country i feature dance in finland i feature dance in australia you know i i it was it was great this that's the reason why i got into adult to begin with to feature dance and this is the reason why i'm still in adult right now in the sense one foot in one foot out because i like to feature dance
0: there you go if you want to see her most recent pictures of her an adult you can go to my website meanbitches.com absolutely and, and see Alexis Amore from just a year and a half ago and hopefully <laughs> again soon only this time in a face sitting and ask worship scene we'll see well we're, see. Well, on we're
1: talking about contract we're on it. yeah it's are kind of
0: contract uh, deal <laughs> here you'll
1: have first contractor on there no I, I, like, uh,
0: <laughs> I like that she said well it wasn't very much money because, and I just want to be in a contract and I was thinking to myself oh, oh
1: that was so back it doesn't in the take day. much money <laughs> that was Back extended. in the day, oh,
0: Glenn. Man, sure. <laughs> be the face of the franchise. Here. We could do that.
1: I could be mean. Oh, we tried, though, right?
0: <laughs> no, no. You were great. I don't know if you give yourself credit. You guys, um. I could not be only mean in person. She can be mean in person, <laughs> but she, when she gets into the character, she can. Like, this is somewhat of a tragedy that in your career. You right. never really hooked up with a director like myself. You did in the beginning. I was new at being a director back then. Right. I didn't get to shoot you like when I reached my peak. When I really knew what I was doing. I'm this my is kind peak. of why we 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 <laughs> we're both in our peak now, because you could have been an incredible dom given the right um, directors. Who could help you become maybe. that character, yeah. and then you would open yourself up to an entirely new audience of fans—a whole
1: new world—a
0: whole new world. So, <laughs> I mean, I'm still hoping we could get there. We'll see. But it is somewhat I, of a tragedy I think that I you has didn't Oh, uh, you know, you you've got about another you know 20 years the way I think. Oh, thank it. you. But, <laughs> no, I'm sure. You know, today we could collaborate on something, and maybe that's the way this ends up happening. Right. Is not so much me hiring you, but us saying let's work on something together that we can both make money awesome. off of where we create because when I create a Dom character actually this will lead us into our next commercial with our sponsor here I'm shooting Courtney Taylor on two, I uh, know next Courtney Taylor,
1: she's so cute
0: she is the nicest person on planet earth there is no one nicer on planet earth right. than Courtney Taylor, she will thank you She will. she's so polite and she's chipper, etc um, I created Dom characters for her that fit her. You can't dress Courtney up in leather. and I love that. But you, you can't to ask her to be somebody she's not and say, now you're Mistress Courtney, and start yelling at that guy and spanking him. She would just struggle with it because it's not her personality. But if you've given her a role, like I made her um, a madam last time. I could do that. You could be a great madam, absolutely. I tell you, And Pete we did what a do. thing where <laughs> she had... A guy came and said, my, my wife has left me. And all she left me was a note that said, I don't love you anymore. I'm with Courtney now. And then, you know, she said, yes, your wife is my bitch now. And she, I whore her out. And then she ends up making the guy, um, her slave. Oh. Who's begging, please, can I have my wife back? You know, it's like, oh, what are you going to do for me? Get down on your knees, kiss my feet. Like, that's the kind of character that you could play. I
1: got a few feet, though. Size
0: five, two and a half boys. All right, so j- let's take <laughs> off your shoe for a second. I'm going to describe. I
1: have, I'm wearing my RTD two
0: shoes. Yeah, RTD two shoe. All right, so she's got on uh, like it's sort of a pinkish uh, a toenail polish, and her her feet are perfectly pedicured with a little tattoo just above her ankle. Um, so you guys are going to want to check that out. But speaking of Courtney Taylor, yes. So I'm shooting Courtney on Tuesday. Uh-huh. We're doing. Part of my... This uh, next in my female rape series, where the females <laughs> rape me. And oh. so we did um, like a vampire seductress type thing a few okay. weeks ago with Kennedy Kressler. This week, it's just physically, she's going to chase me down, tackle me, shove me in the trunk of her car, tie <laughs> me to a bed, and then uh, and then rape when? me. And <laughs> so you, the listener, might be thinking, okay, but... As a 50 year old man, are you sure you're going to be able to perform with a woman who is stunningly beautiful and six feet tall, such as Courtney Taylor?
1: She just fucking tie you up and put you in a fucking trunk. You better perform. I better perform.
0: <laughs> and that's why I want to tell you about our sponsor, Blue Chew. Bluechew.com. Blue Chew is the world's first supplement erectile dysfunction pill that contains the, it's chewable and contains the active ingredients of cialis and Viagra. And that's what I use for these scenes is blue chew. Blue chew, because it's chewable, takes a lot less time to hit than it does a regular Viagra or Cialis pill. I like it. Yeah. You know, we're talking generics here. You're yeah, getting no, the I same don't. ingredients. And can, uh,
1: can girls chew it?
0: You guys like, Evanotti <laughs> told me recently that she chewed one. I used I to need to ask.
1: I had it. to ask that.
0: I don't think it's a good idea, but I... No, but
1: you know what? You're being safe because you say saying it's not a good idea. I yeah. just think, like, you know, as a woman, I'm like, there's some fucking grumpy bitches out there. Maybe they need to chew it.
0: I mean, I would say it's very tasty. <laughs> um, you know, unlike your regular pills, it actually sort of tastes like Pez. It's kind of cherry-flavored. Um, to get it, all you got to do is go to BlueChew.com. You don't have to go through the whole embarrassment of going to your doctor and you don't have to wait in line at the pharmacy. And, you know, because don't forget at the pharmacy, they have to ask you the question
1: like, uh, Is it working?
0: No, no, they ask you. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, do you have any questions about how to use your Cialis or whatever? And then you know, yeah, they oh, they do, and yeah, so that can be awkward, or maybe it helps you get a date. Uh, Depends on you know how you play it, but
1: (laughs) so like I'll suck it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that doesn't work. No, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Take the pill.
0: Take the pill. But anyway, (laughs) you just go to their website. They have doctors on staff who will review. They just all you have to do is type in a little box. I have trouble with erectile dysfunction. A doctor looks at it, writes you a prescription. Then you get a little plain-looking envelope in your mail with these cool little packages, and you open them up, you take a Blue Chew.
1: That's so cute. Yeah,
0: so I'm going to make this a no-brainer for you. If you are a listener of our podcast, you get to try Blue Chew for free. So there's no excuse. For you not to try it. For so free?
1: You get a boner for free? You
0: get a boner pill, a whole shipment of boner pills. I'm not sure how many is in the shipment for who free. Who cares? You, so get, it for
1: free. you get, get it for free. You get it for free. Maybe you get a blonde boner for free.
0: I have had numerous friends try this out. I've had numerous people who have t- texted, emailed me, whatever, said, I heard about this on the podcast, I tried okay. it. This is incredible. This is a real breakthrough. So you're going to use the promo code ADULT, A D U L T. At checkout, and then they're gonna give it to you for free, and they're gonna charge you $5 for shipping. That's nothing. Which is nothing, and you're gonna get the pills for free. So do it. Try it out. Um, you don't want to disappoint. Let's say you get that opportunity. You get Alexis. <laughs> let's say. Oh, you,
1: know, you better fucking be hard. <laughs>
0: yeah, I'm, I'm not. Don't get me wrong here because I, I don't want to be too forward. But let just staying at my house. Let's just say that <laughs> she gets home and she looks at me and goes, "Well, fuck, you're here and I'm here. We're doing this, bitch!" And jumps on top <laughs> I'm of just me. doing
1: this, bitch. <laughs> I have. I thought I was on
0: vacation. Don't want to disappoint this woman, and you don't either. If you get that opportunity, if you're at this wrestling event and you hook up with Alexis, do not show up with a limp dick.
1: That just. Oh my god, that will break my heart. Exactly. That will make it get me sober.
0: <laughs> that will sober her up. That ruins everything. Don't be an idiot. Yoda to oh. use Bluetooth.
1: I thought it was just on vacation.
0: <laughs> no. This could end up in a whole fucking orgy, and you don't want to oh be the God. embarrassed idiot who didn't take Blue Chew. So I'm it's telling so you, right. <laughs> go to BlueChew.com. This is our best Blue Chew promo ever. Go to BlueChew.com. And hey, get your fucking orgy. <laughs> get your shit together. Type in adult... At the pro, at the box. Call the Uber driver. Call the Uber driver. Okay, <laughs> so picking back up. Right? I think we got about another ten minutes left in the podcast oh here.
1: See what you got me going. See, I like to talk a lot to begin with.
0: <laughs> yes, I love. We're going to have to have a part two of this one because oh there's God. like a million more questions that I could ask her about. Um, but now we're going to talk pro wrestling because okay. this is your passion.
1: It is my passion. Yeah. Yes. All right,
0: All um, right. What got you into pro wrestling in the beginning? You said you were watching Undertaker when you were a little kid? I
1: was a little kid, yeah, yeah. in Peru. Yeah. And we were watching that. And then when I came here, my mom was like a scary... I, I like scary movies. Mind you, I like The Undertaker. And then for her, that's a scary movie on its own. So when we came here, I remember my mom was like, we have to learn English to begin with in Peru. Like, that's your... You, you have to have a second language. So I already knew a little bit of English. Like, you don't practice it, but... You know, we all know it. I don't remember what my mom will be like. Turn off that TV. You know, like my mom is not very like she's not a screamer. She's not. She, my mom was Manella, You know, my dad was like the scary one. My my dad was beyond the Undertaker. He yeah. was he was like L- Lesnar. <laughs> and then um, you know I'll turn it off, but I'll turn the, you know the volume down. And I just loved it. And that's what I grew up with. Macho Man Randy Savage. I yeah. wanted to be Miss Elizabeth. Aww. I dressed yeah. as Miss Elizabeth she many elegant. times. Yeah,
0: he was classy.
1: I. I feel like I'm a classy woman, you know, I like to have fun, but at the same time, I know how to dress, how to talk, how to act in different occasions, and Miss Elizabeth was it for me, you know? I met this wonderful man once upon a time that I dated, and he was a macho man, he dressed like macho man, and we would go to different Ooh, events. yeah! Oh, he had the voice, mm-hmm. everything. Um, it was, it was good. It was one of our times that, you know, probably one of the best times in my life. Yeah. But, you know, th- things happen and, you know, you move forward. Right. But anyway, um, yeah, Miss Elizabeth, if you could, you want to have a Miss Elizabeth, I'm it, you know? Okay.
0: Yeah, yeah. I can see that. <laughs> no, I mean, Miss Elizabeth was, not only was she classy, but she was kind of like the only elegant classy ballet in the history there the just hair. never was one before her and there never will be again it's not absolutely
1: and i don't want to replace her but i know that i could do a good mythos of it
0: okay but do you know who i would say you were most like what um scarlet bordeaux
1: really do you know who
0: Scarlett bordeaux is yes yeah okay so she is she is killing it right now in fact you know tna so impact wrestling kind of only has one huge superstar right now who's busting out and and uh, so Scarlett Bordeaux has been getting like these YouTube things like millions of people are watching this all sudden she's she's transcending way beyond what they're doing over there and it's because this is why here's the comparison she exudes sexuality she doesn't have to say anything she can walk into the ring have a look in her eye the way she moves her body and you're like you're dipping.
1: That's dick what I was doing water earlier. Is that what you is that what you come so, with matter of So it's not a crash. He's me the water thing.
0: <laughs> Alexis was sitting by my pool a little while ago, and we're just having this conversation. It's hot as
1: fuck. Okay. <laughs> and then
0: somehow it's like watching a Pepsi commercial with this beautiful Peruvian is pouring water all over herself <laughs> naked. Without saying a word, I mean, you know, now she was naked, but still, the look, just the look, it she oozes sexuality, and that is what I can't... This is the problem with the porn industry these days, is that all these these new girls are popping up who, they're just, they're just... They're just I was just
1: being in my own habitat.
0: Yeah, but, but did you, when you were performing, did you work on this or is it no. just that you have natural sexuality I,
1: I just love what I do I wouldn't I don't think I would ever last this long in this industry if I didn't like what I do is I think I would have la- quit a long time ago
0: is it a Latina thing because I can I think know, of like you know like thing. Nikki Delano I did a scene with her she you know I think everybody's different sexuality.
1: but I don't I can't do it every day and I give Nikki credit for that yeah. you know I do it when I want to do it. I mean, I wasn't even thinking about doing it. Like, I remember I said to you, I was like, I'm sorry, I'm going to waste your water because (laughs) it wasn't going in my mouth. And I apologize. And I (laughs) apologize. I I usually don't lay around naked, by the way. (laughs) Now I'm single. I could do whatever the fuck I want. And I just wanted to lay down naked because once I know you for like forever. Yeah. And I was just sitting there and it just got really hot and I just decided to put some water on me. And then... I realized, I'm like, oh, this kind of looks hot. And you said, this looks hot. So I grabbed my camera, and I was like, oh, I'm going to post it on my OnlyFast. fast (laughs) Which I didn't even think about it, because sometimes I don't even think about that. I just think about, like, living the moment, you know? You know, I'm just living the moment right now.
0: And you do it so well.
1: Um, (laughs) Well, Thank you. Okay, so
0: wrestling. So we're going to AEW today. Yes. Are you burned out on WWE or are you just wanting to try an alternative? Are you adding this?
1: No. You know what? I think like anything in the industry, you have to open up your, as a fan, you have to open up your arms and eyes to different alternatives yeah. and give those people an opportunity to grow. Mm-hmm. And if you don't like it, you let it go. Yeah. You know what? But if you like it, hey, you embrace it. You know, a lot of people didn't embrace a hockey team in in, in Vegas And look at what they did, they kick ass. You yeah. know what I mean? Yes. Now we have, you know, the, um, uh, I don't follow that team. What is it, The Raiders? Yeah. <laughs> I'm a Packers, But my whole family is a Raiders fan. Okay. But look at that the, the stadium that they're building for them. You know. A
0: stadium with no parking. That's what we call it here in Vegas.
1: And, and I'm sure the hotels will be very glad to do the whole valet
0: thing. <laughs> they stopped. They were going to build a big bridge that was going to go. It's a pedestrian crazy. bridge that was going to go from the Strip over to the stadium. Right. And that's how they explained why they weren't going to put parking around the stadium. And then they scrapped the plans for the bridge. So all of us Vegasites or whatever we call ourselves are wondering, what on earth are you guys? I'm talking to a guy
1: to from the, the valley. There? I don't know what's going on right now. Yeah, it's not. Okay. <laughs> I know, but I know what you mean. You you paid a lot of money to be here. It's like it's crazy. No,
0: I don't care. Let that, that them screw up the stadium. What do I care? Um, but that's, getting back to that, so the AEW. Yes. So like I, for example. Um, I went to the AEW press conference. Yes, you I, I don't know the storylines so much, but I do know the bad guys acted like dicks, and then the good guys acted like good guys. And that gave me hope that this is going to be a good <laughs> <so> show. <laughs> Jericho or Kenny? Um, Jericho or Kenny. Well, I'm a huge Jericho fan, and but I, what I want to see is Jericho do some dastardly things to the guy that makes him... Makes it overjoyous if he, if Kenny wins, you know? Like, I want Jericho to act like a heel if that's his role.
1: Okay, the best thing about this wrestling event, I feel, besides yep. WWE, is the fact that there's more blood, there's more action, there's more real action, and there's, more, there's less role play. And that's what I care about. Yeah. Because you have more time to recover from your injuries than you do with WWE. These men don't have to be tomorrow in a bus or a train or whatever you might be to be in a ring again. And mind me, you know, I'm not talking shit about WWE. Everybody, yeah. you know, makes their own bed. Like, this is what these, you know, people decided to do. Just yes, like industry people decided to do a double anal when they didn't have to. <laughs> <laughs> so, with that being said, you know, you do what you got to do. But I think this show is going to be amazing because a lot of the entertainers could do the extra, goal, you know, the long run. Like the extra yeah. stuff without dealing with the fact that they have to be somewhere else tomorrow.
0: This is going to be WrestleMania, basically. In that at WrestleMania, the, the wrestlers, you know, this is their one big thing where they will drop, you know. They will give it, go all out. Absolutely. Today, you can guarantee that this is their big shot, and they know if they don't do a great show that they're not going to end up. It's going to hurt them badly. Oh yeah. And these wrestlers are going to just give it their all. It's going to be an amazing show. Last time I saw show. Kenny,
1: he was like black eye, like bleeding. I have a picture with him. He's amazing. You know, it, it was nice to meet him. He was he was great. But, yeah, he was bleeding. And it's hard to see. A lot. And I think against WWE wrestlers, they pay their dues. And they are in a huge corporation. But at the same time, they're entertainers, too.
0: Absolutely. So
1: they have to take care of their bodies. They have to take care of themselves. Because they have to go so many days out of the year doing what they do.
0: So if you want to see pictures of Alexis Amore and Kenny Omega, I'm guessing we can do that on her, her Instagram, which yeah, is? Yeah,
1: that's long. Yeah, yeah, that's it's been a minute since I posted that. But if you want to see everything that I do, just, it's free, Instagram or Twitter.
0: All right, what's your Instagram? What's your Twitter?
1: My Instagram is princess underscore Alexis Amore, A-M-O-R-E. And my Twitter is at Alexis Amore, A-L-E-X-I-S-A-M-O-R-E.
0: You can also find her on um, Sext Panther. Yes. Don't forget that.
1: Text alexisamore.com.
0: Text alexisamore.com. We also have OnlyFans.
1: OnlyFans at Alexis More.
0: And what else am I forgetting here? <sighs> you can find her speecher dancing all over the place.
1: Oh. Uh- yeah, right now I'm actually taking a break because I'm in the middle of moving and I'm you okay. know like doing my little place and I'm gonna be doing your little place soon. <laughs>
0: love that. I would love that. Um, and then of course you can find her on MeanBitches dot com where yes. we have scenes from two thousand four <laughs> and then we have um, the, the scenes two thousand four were shot like it, I, if we do have video it's like three twenty by two hundred so but <laughs> but then we did film some amazing stuff and if you want if you have a virtual reality headset. Um, People have told me that this is the best virtual reality JOI that's ever oh. been shot. You have Alexis Amore worship my ass on virtual reality. So you can go check that out at my little store. My little, it's, uh, your
1: ass or my little ass?
0: <laughs> your big ass, actually, <laughs> um, which is amazing. It's It's like Thank you. anyone who has not seen Alexis's ass naked in the last few years. It's only gotten better over the years. So I you try. need to either join our OnlyFans. Are you naked on your OnlyFans?
1: Yes, you I can. am.
0: So join our OnlyFans and both and then go to <laughs> meanbusiness.com or uh, femdominteractive.com is where the virtual Why are you reality getting so nervous? is. Am I moving around? Because oh, it's hot in it's here.
1: It's hot. Here. <laughs> no, you're just kidding. You're not nervous. Thinking, he does wow. this all the time.
0: Sweating, just, you know. No, he does all the Thinking about you pouring him. water all over your You know him a
1: w- beautiful woman he enjoys all the time. oil
0: all over your ass. <laughs> and thinking about when you become my contract girl. Oh,
1: there you go. All over the there face-sitting the scenes
0: thing. that we're going to make together. And then you'll be able it. to see those. I'm ready movies. to squat. Oh, my God. Do that one more time, please.
1: Yes, I'm, I'm, I'm oh, Okay. <laughs>
0: Alright, so um, here I am distracted again, but so if you, if you are one of the um, many, the 50,000, see now I'm all flustered, so if you're one of the 50,000 subscribers of the Let's Talk Adult podcast, we thank you, but if you're one of the people that's just listening to the podcast, whether it be on Spreaker, Spotify, iHeartRadio... Oh, now she's rub- she's grabbing my face. Cause she's okay.
1: so red. He's so cute. <laughs> she
0: just yeah. She was so for I should explain to the guys. So she got up and sort of twerked her ass in my face. I, I, a second I just did a uh, pop. And uh, yeah, she popped. I popped. Okay. I popped the booty. So <laughs> if you're listening to us, I don't know, Spreaker, Spotify, YouTube, uh, <laughs> Google Play, iTunes, all that stuff. <laughs> Um. Uh. uh then d- subscribe. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> subscribe to this damn podcast and give us a five star review. And just you know, I don't even care about whether you listen to the podcast. Just subscribe. Get those pills. Get the pills. Go check out Alexis Samore. And uh, and there you go, everybody.
1: <laughs> That's it I'm for not today. even moving. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Just keep an eye out because we're gonna have a face-sitting scene very soon on NewDishes.com this morning. Thank you very much for listening, everybody. <laughs> <morning>. You're awesome. <laughs>